one of us. Yes. His goodness has been following him. If you're not here right now at this moment, thank God for his goodness. Yes. 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 If you're here, you woke up this morning, you have breath in your lungs, you, and you have life that you've been able to move. His goodness has yes. been following you yes. right now. Wishing 
Oh, I wish I was that star. Or I wish I had a lot of money. I wish I was rich. But you know, sometimes it can be so hurtful. Even people that are rich, they're not happy. Right. You know, our only happiness come in the Lord. Amen. You know, I tell you a, a story in Genesis. You see, Adam and Eve, when they listened to the serpent, eat and ate the fruit which God had forbidden them from eating. What happened? The change was instantaneous. And it was so unmistakable and disastrous situation. So suddenly, just shockingly, devastatingly, they felt naked. Nakedness, you know. But uh, in that part, there, yeah, verse <laughs> seven, yeah, they felt naked. But you know what? They had always been naked. You know, just like when Jesus created Adam and he created Eve, when you really think about it, he created Adam and Eve at the same time. All he had to do is put Adam to sleep and create surgery. It almost seems like Adam was pregnant with Eve. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> In my mind, it seemed like Adam was pregnant with Eve. She came out. God just pulled out one of his ribs, and he created us. He molded her, you know, just like he molded Adam. You know, I praise God that God is such a God that we need to continue to know him for who he is. All right for his goodness, for his creation. Okay, I mentioned they they had always been naked. I didn't mention that. But yeah, they had always been naked. They were in this great paradise, you know, together walking with God in the eve and the morning of the day. And it was beautiful. I always wondered, I wonder what the weather was like <laughs> during those days. You know, when you don't, if they were walking naked, you don't know. They were innocent, not knowing good from wrong, evil. You know, uh, and I'm thinking, you know, the other day I was listening to uh, Pastor Evans. Uh, he brought out the same question that I've always wondered. And I figured maybe the weather was tropical. Yeah. That you don't, you don't have these interchangeable seasons. 
You know, when you feel cold one time and then you feel hot another time, different season, you know. And I'm sure it was that type of weather. Why they didn't need any, any covering, anything, right, right. you know. And your mind was so innocent. You know, they were not ashamed in those times. And nothing to harm them. So now, you know, when they uh, ate that fruit, everything came to an end. And that's why we have to be careful. There is an enemy out there who wants to put us through those things, who wants to put us to shame. I'm kind of like, looking at us and saying, ha, 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 your God is not right for you. He's not real for you. He's not true for you, you know. But, you know, we need to stop listening to the enemy. I know, I know that God is the God that we need to listen to. He's Holy Spirit, you know. So now everything was different with them because everything was changed. Yeah. Remember our series immediately. <coughs> immediately Adam took a bite. You know, I noticed in, in the scripture it did not say that Eve, well, as soon as Eve, Eve took her bite, there was no change. Amen. That's right. Men tend to blame the woman for everything. <laughs> but you know, God made a covenant with Adam, the head of the household. He talked to Adam. And guess what? Adam knew better. Right. The man knew better. <laughs> you know, when, when, when Adam took the bite, that's when the change happened. You know, it's when the change happened. And he was standing by. The scripture tell us, at least in the King James Version, it says he was nearby. Standing, and he's looking at the interaction with Eve, having this conversation with Adam. Correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor. (laughs) (laughs) But because the Bible does say Adam was near, it didn't say, you know, can you come back to 6, please? Yes, 6. So it says, and the tree to be desired. The tree was there to be desired in order to make one wise. This is the conversation that the enemy is having with Eve. For she took of its fruit and ate. So when she took of the fruit and ate, Adam must have looked at her and said, well, nothing happened to her. (laughs) And so 
But God was specific in his instruction. You know, sometimes we need to be specific and listen to when God tells us something. Because when he tells us something and we don't do it, guess what? There's consequence. You know, there's repercussion that we have to face. Then he says, and she gave some also to her husband, and he ate. But the husband knows. <laughs> yeah. Amen. You know? Yeah. The husband answered. Her husband, the man. You know, overall, this, this scripture can also mean mankind. You know, because it, the eyes is lustful to mankind. You know. So he ate, and as soon as he ate, he ate immediately, yes. right away, yes. instantaneously. But guess what? Suddenly, shockingly, devastatingly. He felt the nakedness, Amen. you know. But they had always been naked, as I mentioned. And they had always been saved, shameless, because there was nothing to harm them in the, in the paradise. Amen. And uh, now they are different. They notice within themselves that they are different. So now everything is different. We see how pathetic, how exposed, how wretched condition instantaneously was that they tried to so leave apron for themselves. But they were all. They went in hiding when they discovered that they were naked. Then the eyes of them both were open. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves apron like girdles. In other words, they made covering to cover themselves. Why did they know how to cover themselves? Because you know what? Evil set in. Evil set in their mind. How the, how the serpent was so subtle in telling them that they would be wise of God, as God. But they are not thinking if God wanted you to be wise that way, he would have made you that way. But he didn't. He wants you to be comfortable, to be blameless, shameless, and only to be spiritually connected to him. But as soon as Adam ate, the spiritual connection between him and God cut off disappeared. So God 
Okay, in Adam and Eve's pitifulness and their leaf sowing, should we should see the percussion to every powerless idol, every foolish endeavor, every vain pursuit that humans have engaged in throughout history. You know, all I mentioned, that thing, humankind, the man, overall, <laughs> not to blame said the husband, but man and mankind, you know, we became shameful, pitiful in God's eyes to every vain pursuit, you know, all this engagement came throughout history. So they're all just vain attempts to overcome the curse in our strength and ingenuity. So we just see in their feeble fig leaves the, the utter inadequacy of all human effort to escape sin, curse on our own. You know, because we are trying to cover up sin. But you know what? Thank God that is really not the end of the story. Amen. That's, right. yes. That's not the end of the story. Um, in verse 21, it tells us what Adam also and for his wife, the Lord God made long coats of skins and clothed them. You know that that part there is kind of very special. <coughs> he made covering for them. One of the things they tell us, God does not see us unnoticed. He always meets our needs. You know, they made their covering in feeble fig leaves, but God made their covering with skin, coats, animal skin. But you know what? There's something else about that. The animal skin, which means there have to be a sacrifice. There was a sacrifice made in order for us to be clothed. Hallelujah. You know, I thank God yes, for his covering, yes. for his sacrifice, yes. for us to be clothed. Yes. He clothed us so well because he loved us so. Praise God. Thank God. In verse 21, here is a vivid illustration, as I mentioned, an acknowledgement of our need, our need, and of God's what? Solution. God cared for us so much. He always finds a way to show us 
He continued to show us and show us constantly that he loved us. Yeah. I mean, every different way possible that man can understand, he shows us. But still sin. We have to read the word to know what he's saying to us. And of course, when we read the word, we say our prayers that God will continue to bring revelation to our hearts and to our minds, mainly to open up our hearts to accept. You know, God is awesome. Yes, he is. Yeah, um, for the nakedness they so keenly felt upon them eating the fruit was real. Yet God supplies their need, you know. God supplies our need in every way he can. And he's always understanding of our need. He always understands that we stumble, you know. So guess what? He sent down his son, Jesus Christ. So in Jesus Christ, thousands of years later, God did what? He stooped down, became a man, and died a victorious death in order to do what? To cover our nakedness. Yes. <clears throat> Our nakedness, our sin. Yeah. Christ is all we ever need. Yeah. But we need him desperate. God commands us to trust in Christ. And in Christ alone. Yeah. For what? For our salvation. Because he knows that everything else is just wilting, feeble, fig leaf. Yes. Efforts towards self-salvation. We cannot save ourselves. And they are bound to fail. Everything that he has caused is bound to fail that we do on our own. We can't do things on our own way. Praise God. Uh -huh. Isaiah 52, 13 to 15. I want to hold you long. Okay, sorry. 13. said, Behold, my servant shall deal wisely and shall prosper. He shall be exalted and extolled and shall stand very high. He shall be exalted. For many, the servant of God became an object of horror. Many were astonished at him. His face and his whole appearance were marred more than any man, and his form beyond that of sons of men. 
but just as many were astonished at him, so shall ye startle and sprinkle many nations. Mm. And kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which have not been told them shall they see. And they which they have not heard shall they consider and understand. I praise God. You know, that's powerful. All that uh, those verses is saying, oh God came down and became a servant subjected himself guess what for you and for me and that is his love everlasting his love everlasting continues generation after generation God knows that we are going to sin he knows because we are in this flesh but he still continued to show us and to share with us his son, his one and only son. And all he wants for us to do is to believe in him, to trust him. Okay, Ephesians 1, 7. In him we have redemption. Redemption, which is deliverance and salvation. Through his blood, the remission, forgiveness of our offenses, shortcoming and trespasses, in accordance with the riches and the generosity of his gracious favor. The riches. Yes. And generosity of his gracious favor. We don't deserve. The way God loves us, we do not deserve. But he deserves all our praise. Yes. All our love yes. for him to continue to seek him. He wants us so much to believe. Believe in his son, Jesus Christ. For our own good. What a world, better world it would be if we all walk the walk that Jesus walked. Follow his example in every way possible. In every prayer of Jesus that is recorded in scripture, he addresses God as his father except one. Well, except one. Here at the cross, as he being punished for our sin, for our sin, he cries out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God saw Jesus at that moment. The filth 
that we are, this filthy sin and sinners. You know, he carried all that sin upon his shoulder only for us. You know, we should have been the one on the cross, not him. So Jesus called his father with that one exception. And guess what? So that we could call God our father without any exception. Hallelujah. I just thank God yes, for, for Jesus being yes. the substitute yes. for you and for me. Yes. For his everlasting love for you and for me. You know, we take that so lightly at times, some of us that are already Christian. And I'm still, uh, as I study God's word a little deeper, he guides me and he teaches me. He opens up my heart to receive the meaning of his sacrifice. He sacrificed his son. Okay, you see, Jesus was, was forsaken by his father on the cross so that you and I would never be forsaken. He became sin for us. And so we now have free access to the father by him. Praise the Lord. So no sin, no person, no obstacle can keep us, you and me, from the love and forgiveness and blessing of our Father. Now we can say our Father. Praise God. It is because of his own forsaken work on the cross. His own work on the cross that Jesus gave us such promises of his continued presence and grace with us. He said, I am with you always. Even on to the end of the world. That's in Matthew 28, 20. Tells us, I am with you always. And he tells us in Hebrew 13, 5, be content. But he had said, I will never. Never leave thee nor forsake thee. Who can who cannot serve a God like that? He's with us always. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So saints, this is the day if we haven't reconciled or if we still need Jesus and you're not sure. This is the day, because the day will not come again. Once this day is gone, it's gone. Tomorrow is not promised. So this is the day. See, uh, 
read you a little story. A loving mother who saved her little girl. First of all, in Ephesians chapter 1, 7 said, In him we have redemption through his blood. He's been redeemed for us. So this is a story, a loving mother who saved her little girl from a burning house, suffers severe burns on her hands and arms. When the girl grew older, not knowing how her mother's arm had become so seared, so scarred, the girl was ashamed of those scarred, gnarled hands and always insisted that her mother wear gloves. So she grew up one day. Along the way, she asked her mother how her hands had become so scarred. The mother, for the first time, told her the story. You know, we are mothers and we know how we feel about our kids especially those that raise up their kids, because there are mothers that don't have the kids. And what makes you a parent is when you parent your kids. You know, praise the Lord. So her mother told her the story of how she saved the daughter's life with those very hands. So the daughter wet tears of gratitude and said, Oh, mother, those are beautiful hands, the most beautiful hands in the world. Don't ever hide them again. You just saw the blood of Christ may seem to be grim, and repulsive subject of, to those who do not realize it. Because, you know, some of us can't see blood. We see it and we faint. Yeah. <laughs> but praise God for the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You see, the blood of Jesus, we have to realize of true significance. Because those blood bloody ways. It was in chains. Sin saved us. Christ's nail-pierced hands are beautiful beyond measure. But they tell us of his love and his willingness to save us regardless of the cost. You know, God loves us so much so unconditional that he gave himself yes. for us. So saints, I'm, I'm pleading God's everlasting love for you and for me. It's never ending. It's eternal. So this is the day we need to make a choice. God is real. Jesus is real. 
the Bible is real. Right. You know, the Bible is the true history book. It's the true history book. It's because it's real. People think it's just a story, that Jesus is just a story. Jesus is the beginning of time. He showed us and he teach us. He came down in our time. He sent his spirit. The comforters to continue to show us. So I'm saying now, we need to have uh, peace in the world today. And without Jesus Christ, there is no peace. So I praise God for this message. But I can say, you know, if you need to, I think we, some of us may, you know, I always feel I need to reconcile every time to God. It's not that I've done anything wrong or that I deserve to be. But because I'm in this sinless, sinful body yeah. that causes me to continue to seek Christ yeah. for my will, uh, for his will, mm. not my will, but for his will yeah. to be done in my life yeah. and for me to be willing to accept. <coughs> so if you don't mind, all it takes is one simple little prayer. You know, whether you need to or not, it just takes one simple little prayer just to say, Dear God, I admit, I know I have sinned against you many times in my life. I'm convinced that Jesus died in my place and took the judgment for sin that I deserve. I accept your offer of forgiveness. I want the new life Jesus promises to those who believe in him. Thank you for letting me find and know how to love you, how to believe in you, and how to follow you. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.
but they're standing in their heart, they're standing in their spirit, saying, Father God, touch in the name of Jesus. Ease the pain, God. Make a way out of no way, Lord. Restore what the canker worm have taken away. God, our children, our grandchildren need you, Lord. Our nation needs you. This world needs you. This ministry needs you, Lord. Our families, our homes, we need you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for your word today. Thank you for just reinforcing in our hearts and our minds the love that you have for us, God. Thank you. Thank you so much, oh God. Thank you for being our healer. Thank you for healing us, Lord. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, Lord. Thank you. You're ever there. You're always there. You're never late. You're always on time. So, Father, I pray today that you would touch these, your people. Touch us, your people, oh God, in a very special way. Let your anointing fall afresh. Let the gifts of God be manifested. Oh God, as we recommit our lives to you, as we open up our hearts and say, come in, oh, the more dear God, as our sister so eloquently shared with us today, that she's standing, learning, growing, understanding more of your plan and your will and your word, God. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, somebody who's lost hope on today. Hey, God, in the name of Jesus, you're a restorer of hope, God. You restore vision, dreams, Lord. So we come to you now in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time of fellowship. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers our sins right now. We thank you for the love that's in the house of the Lord. God, we thank you for the great love in which you have loved us. Oh, what man of love is this that the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God? Oh, God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. Oh, God, but we're going to see you one day face to face. All of our troubles, all of our trials, our situations, our sickness, our pain, no more death, God. Every day will be howdy, howdy, and never goodbye. So, Father, we thank you for this time of fellowship on today. Thank you for every family that's represented here, Lord. God, we thank you for your main servant, and we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, how you have blessed us, Lord, to come this far, to this point, this day, God. And we thank you, Lord. We endeavor to run for you the rest of our life, Lord, letting the world know how great you are. So, Father, as we leave this place, but not your presence, oh God, bless us as we go, Lord. Look on our homes, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you see, you know all of the things that you place in our hearts for the for the house of the Lord and for the community, Lord, and for those who are in need. God, we're dependent upon you today. And we thank you, Father. So we ask that you would bless this offering box that's on the wall, Lord, as your precious people place their tithes and offerings in that box. That all of it will go for the upbuilding of your kingdom. That you return the blessings, 36 to 100 fold. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide with us both now and forever. And Father, there's some food prepared in the back. And we ask that you would bless it and sanctify it 
in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. And all the church together with me say amen. amen.